So, do you consider yourself a serial murderer? No, I don't murder people. I just get vengeance on them and they piss me off and they die. Uh, right. <laughs> so, wait. So, like, the dying is... Does it have anything just, to do with what you do to them yeah, after they piss is, you is off? the dying, like, a direct No, 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 of... I just, like, throw them off a bridge or something. Oh, so the fall kills them. Yeah, fall kills them. It's not me. Oh, it's not okay. me. Loophole. Or I hit them in the head... Bury him in a snowbank. Wait Boom, for the plow to come That's that Zack Snyder Batman underneath, Let an icicle to fall off into their chest. Let an icicle to fall off? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. That's I my the favorite icicle, method. I tell the fall. icicle, I go, I go <laughs> you want to kill him, icicle? You're very mean and angry. It's going to be the icicle starts shaking. Later. I start let shaking and then it, officers, it's my duty to tell you, I let an icicle <laughs> to fall. <laughs> <laughs> on their chests. Oh, it's all right here. You're gonna, you're going away for a long time. Baby. <laughs> Straight through the stir. Then you know what I do? I take an icicle and I let it into their chest. <laughs> you let it, you let let it, it to, to fall into their chest. Too. Let it to fall. Yeah. Speaking of icicles, uh, um, fucking my house is nice because well. Oh, I, I don't. Be, no, I no, no, no. As far as the sun goes, I don't. It sucks because I don't get a lot of sun in the winter, so my driveway doesn't really melt anything off it but i don't get icicles i was driving over here today and there's one by mark's house and then one in my neighborhood where a house has an icicle that's literally from their second floor part of the roof almost to the ground literally <laughs> at least over 10 feet jesus Christ. and like fucking three feet wide that is what i'll that, that, that would kill a motherfucker yeah. <laughs> to fall on a motherfucker do you sing uh Queen hammer to fall when you or and you just replace the lyric with icicle. Yeah. We're just waiting for the icicle to fall. Yeah, doesn't have the same ring to it. No, but I mean, yeah, I do that. How's everyone yeah. doing today? I'm good. I had uh, just the right amount of brewskis in me. I did too. To feel a little silly. Blair, 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 how many brewskis deep are you? Zilcho. Oh, Zilcho. Season, Zilcho. Sour, season sour cream. Blair is the only That's one doing this completely sober. What a fucking turd. Burglar. Burglar. What oh. uh, what do we got on the the agenda today, fellas? The rocket docket. What's on the What's on the old docket? Um, talk about some ripping in Atlanta. Should we ripping. do a, Should we do a uh, sock? <laughs> you got like Decepticon socks on. Starscream. Are they really? No, they're no. just purple and black. I've got, I've got uh, Argyle, Argyle, classic. Yeah, classic. Um, <clears throat> champions with the left and right. Oh, on. good. We see nice. you're good at walking. Yeah, you're nice. champions. I have, um, I have Gildan white socks with a hole in them. Gildan <laughs> white socks with a hole. Hell yeah, dude. Um, these are my work socks. <laughs> I need these. Oh, oh, never mind. I got two holes. Got a hole in each one. Well, they match. I hate to say this, but you might need to get a new pair of socks. I have thousands of socks. I I have have a whole drawer. Contrary to popular belief, I do have fun socks as well, but I don't wear them. You just don't have a laundry machine. I have, I have 
I got a uh, uh, what's, what's the place called? Socks, socks, and socks and friends, or whatever the fuck it's called in Mall of America. I don't go to Mall of America. Socks, S O X. Socks appeal. Socks appeal. Yeah. Socks and friends. Okay. Um, <laughs> socks man, I got a lot of socks appeal. I got. Uh, they had a like a four pack of. Uh, Will they socks. sell their pants? Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Sometimes Don't they have they? socks though, and um, I got a four pack of like neon. Like uh, vaporwave ass socks that I haven't. I I got bought them like a year and a half ago. Still haven't worn a single pair. In case you're at a a rave with black lights and, but they don't allow shoes. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So I have these cool socks that I've been neglecting because my life is a sham right now. So. Uh, stuff. Uh, this is some. Uh, we've been together for an hour or two now, but I I didn't say it to you earlier, Don. I thought about you earlier today. Well, you were not in a good way. No, 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 good way. Oh, okay. this is not, no, not, not in a good way. No, no, in a good way. This is oh, not. Uh, okay. I was beating the shit out of my dick. Right. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, uh, no, this is not negative because you have you have said before. Maybe it was in on social media. You said you are moderately beardy, bald as fuck. Right. Yeah. So this is yep. not a dig at your hairline because you've <laughs> stated that. I'm bald. You're as fuck. rocking the nice beard right now, right? Yeah. You know what you should fucking do? What should I do? You should buzz your hair either as short as it can be or straight. Shave it and just fucking rock that Viking look. Viking man. look. Fucking uh, Ragnar Lothbrook over here. Yeah, or or so? Bjorn. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you pull maybe, that off. Maybe maybe I will. Vikings is I'm getting really shit. fucking sick of my goddamn receding. Just hairline. shave it, man. We do have uh you got the we, we have been Viking. told by hairstylists that we have the perfect shaped head for being I do have bald. A perfect so you might as well try. Yeah. Or you have the perfect hair for going for the fryer look. <gasps> too. Fryer tuck. Fire Tuck doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, Fryer, and he also <laughs> you know that old saying. <laughs> you know how he got his name Tuck, right? Uh-huh. Like tuck dance. Hey, my name true. is Tuck. He said, Would you? And I'm me? here to party. <laughs> to party <laughs> in my party wagon. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, bro, I was thinking about that. You should shave it and fucking rock the Viking look with the beard. Sure, then you, get, then you should get a sword. Then you know what? And you should no, start conquering you should villages. Not a sword. Right start now. conquering villages. Start, yeah. start pillaging villages. Why don't Rage you shave your head right now live on this podcast? Fucking do it. With your bare hands. Well, no. No, I'm sure Mark's got a razor. If we can get a razor, I'll do it. I have electric clippers. Hell yeah. Let's, let's put a pin on that for now. You put look good, dude. Get what you a battle you, axe? What were you talking about? <laughs> we're talking we're talking about ripping in Atlanta. What does that mean? The Atlanta Ripper. Atlanta Ripper. Is that like a serial killer? No, it's a serial killer. Just out. Serial murder. It's a serial Seriously. icicle killer. Serial icicle killer. Serious, <laughs> serial yeah, icicle you know, killer. You know, the Iceman cometh. Yeah. <laughs> Where did he find an icicle in Atlanta? Well, they got know, an inch of snow uh, and the town shut down. That's true. I don't know my opinion. He has to make his own icicle. Taking a full circle from the... Uh, he throws them like javelins. The title of our last episode. Do you guys know what they call like going out for a couple beers in Canada? What? Going out for a rip. <laughs> Going out for a rip there, are you, bud? <laughs> That's why that guy in Canada killed all those people and put their body parts in, you know, potting soil and shit. There's like a because he was ripping. There's like a Canadian rapper that has a song. Tell about snow. Tell about snow. I don't know the Canadian reggae rapper. Oh, Informer. No, that's not him. He does licky down. That's the only Canadian reggae rapper I know. That's a great fucking song. Oh, Nickelback. I'm looking it up right Chad now. Kroger. He's got a song. It's called Just Out for a Rip. There are you, bud. Look at this. That, this sounds like something from like, <laughs> Look Strange Look at this Brew. photograph. Is that what you were yeah. going to say? <laughs> Look at this photograph. You remember when that fucking girl in high school, for some reason, in, in 
in high school, in our high school, you had once a week on Wednesdays, was it right? Like in the middle of the day oh, was the advisement, advi- like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And you went there and basically that your advisor for all four years is like, you shit done. Right. And yeah, basically yeah. you didn't get shit done. You just kind of hung out or whatever. Remember that around, one girl? Yeah. I can't remember her name, but f- for some reason, all four fucking years, she wanted me to s- sing like lyrics from that stupid first Nickelback single. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember that? And I have no I, idea why. I, I don't remember the Nickelback part. I rem- I remember you being requested. I used to ask you to do the uh, Aerosmith. The woman, Yeah, but I uh, <laughs> still got it. But uh, yeah, she had. What was that? Well, the oh, the never made it as a blind man. Never made it, whatever. I, I don't know why she. I don't look like Chad Kroger. I don't sound like Chad Kroger. <laughs> I'm not that good a singer. Uh, does it, do you remember why that started? I don't know, but this was the... It like, was like the, the first day of freshman year. It was before Nickelback was a meme, too. Like, it was... That was like was, their first single. Yeah. No, it was, it was probably because she legitimately liked Nickelback. Right. Well, yes, but why Why? Why was I the one... Because you had you had the... the, the what is it called? The, 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 the smoky the, timbers of your mm, voice. The masculinity. The it testosterone flowing. It, yeah, when I think perfectly, masculinity, I think... Check perfectly tingled her pachuchka every time you did she it. did say that every time in the middle of the, the high school she, um, yeah she had a, a shattering orgasm every time you channeled Chad Kroger I don't know why and then, and then Darren Bourgeoisie um, oh yeah I, th- Bourgeoisie I hope he doesn't buffet. listen to this I, th- I drove by the Darren Bourgeoisie I thought about him a couple weeks ago while you were fucking your cat. Yeah, while I was fucking my cat, no. Because um, I was like, you know, that's one of those things. There's always a guy who has cool, like a weird rumor starts about him, and sometimes it just really ruins him. Yeah. So I thought it was like, yeah, I hope, he's, al- I hope he's alive. So I Facebooked him. Uh-huh. I, I searched his name, and it, it was definitely him. He's he's alive and kicking, and he's got a kid, and it seems like he's doing well. Hell yeah. Which, Hell made, me, which made me feel good, because I was like, that could have ended very poorly. Yeah, dude. You could have killed that cat fucker. Yeah. He, me, he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a a bit of a weirdo, but he was always he was a, a weirdo, he's an right. okay guy. I think right. for the listeners at home that have no idea what you guys are talking about, leave it at that. There was a kid in high school that, um, just as a like shitty high cuff, school rumor, yeah, off the cuff joke. Someone called him a cat fucker in freshman year, and it stuck with him for four more years. Oh God! Like even people that didn't know. Like, oh, the cat fucker. Yeah, I I heard there's even some assholes doing a podcast in 2019 who are bringing it up still. Like, yeah, wow. Hopefully, someone's listening to this in the year 2020. Yeah, so I thought about it. I was like, that could have been bad. I looked up, he's doing okay. Good. That's that's so, good to hear. I was you. I thought about that because he was while, in our advisement class. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll, like a memory from high school will pop into my head of like a random person that I used to talk to. Oh, and yeah. I'm just like, I wonder what the fuck they're doing. Usually, right you now. see him at Willie McCoy's. That's why. Yeah. Him. Since we're talking about <laughs> advisement, I got, I got Target. I got two more stories. Or Target. Should I end on a fun one or the kind of sad? A- the, end on a fun one. Okay. So remember that time when it was at the end of advisement, you and I were together. We walked out. Walked down the hall and we turned around just as, and at our high school, there's two levels and there's like a rotunda opening and two of them. And then there's like these concrete blocks down there that people can sit Mm, on. The bell rang. At the end of advisement, Don I think and I, I know what the story this is. guy wasn't yeah. in our in our advisement, You're but Don us and a I were sad there. update on him. No, 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 I got nothing. Oh, okay. I don't know him. But he, we were walking around the corner two thirty seconds after the bell rang, just enough time to see him and a backpack go over. 
yeah. as he jumped over to try to kill himself. Thankfully, he survived. Well, yeah, it's, because it's, it's one story. It's, it's the second floor. There's yeah, like, but he could have hit one of those giant, like, giant concrete blocks, for, and yeah. that would have probably killed him if he hit that with his head. If he had, yeah, if right. He had I think that's what he's aiming for. He did though. He jumped feet first. Yeah, he jumped feet first. Yeah. Um, but either way, it was. Well, we just saw, we just turned the corner. We just and saw the back. Like, did we just see a guy what? try to kill him? And then everyone ran over there. So that's the. But he's okay. So it's not you know horrible. When you story. looked down, was it was it like in Dub and Dubber? No, we couldn't get there. <laughs> by the time we got there, by the time we got there, there was already like two or three rows deep of people around the opening, and then below there was everybody and teachers. Well, so yeah, you couldn't see when you I, I remember that because we saw the backpack go over, and then immediately from downstairs you heard uh, like the shrill yeah. scream, like someone yeah, screaming, yeah. and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, because she got jump scared by a guy fucking jumping <laughs> off the goddamn yeah. railing. Fuck this line. Wow. <laughs> fuck this line. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be that much. Yeah, fuck this line. No, it was like 10 feet, but it was still, if you hit those concrete blocks... Kind of yeah, fun. but uh, especially with his feet, <laughs> what, that could have hurt. But, yeah, uh, that could have that would have sent a shock to your whole um, body. That's the one. And then I always remember just because we weren't doing homework and shit, and so just to get out of there and do something, Don and I always took volunteered out the to take out the recycling. Hell yeah, dude! So we, we took out the recycling and we took our sweet ass time walking the hallways when got no it. one was around because yep. for some reason no one decided to you know go to the bathroom during advice or anything. So it was like no one around but a couple rogue teachers. And I remember Don would always I'd always ever try to get him to ride the recycling bin down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> I think one time he did it right. Yeah, well, to the to the second, to the, the it, there was like a plateau yeah. halfway plateau, down, halfway yeah. The stairs, yeah. But yeah, it, it was a slow, yeah. slow. And thing. I always remember the time. Thankfully, it was the springtime, and we went out, and he had to go outside to the recycle the giant dumpster for yep. recycling. And usually, there was either someone there, or it never locked or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we went out. And we dumped the recycling because, you know, a little recycling bin's always been a two-man job. Always. Yeah. <laughs> That's a team lift. Yeah. Uh. We dumped that. And we went back and the door was locked. So thankfully we had a half hour of outside time. We were just walking around the giant ass school pro- to get the, back in. The only problem though was that it was fucking freezing out. Wasn't and it? We it was nice. We, and we didn't have, no, it, it was cold and we didn't have our, our shit because we would just like have like a sweatshirt on when we would go yeah, out because yeah. you don't have to be out for very long. Right. Did it happen twice things? I thought it happened one time where it was a nice day. I think we got locked out a couple of times. I thought we you were, were going to tell the, I thought you were going to tell the story about when you fucking did me rotten. Tell him button hooked him? I mean, I can't remember fully. So we're going, I think I know what he's going Mr. with. Mr. B, like when we're in high school, just like now, Mr. B was way taller than me. So oh, he would dump the fucking recycling oh. in. And one day he dropped the bin in, dropped the, the bin oh. in the thing. And he's like, oh, shit, Don. It was recycling, not garbage. So it was it all was paper re- and cardboard. Just yeah, to let people recycling. know. He's like, oh, shit, Don, can you jump in there and, and, uh, get the bin out i'm like yeah so i i climb over i get in there i i get the the bin out mr b goes oh cool thanks and he closes the fucking lid no. on the- <laughs> what an asshole for like 10 seconds it was for it was only for a few then seconds. i opened it and i said surprise motherfucker yeah I and then i reached my hand in and i pulled his ass out i immediately <laughs> freaked out that was a terrifying i wasn't thing gonna leave happened. him in there like an asshole claustrophobia set just, in immediately it was just a it was a fun joke for me it's for an audience of what? You locked me in a dumpster, goddammit. <laughs> Recycling dumpster, motherfucker. It was, it was still a dumpster. That's true. Those dumpsters were fucking huge. There yeah, was dude. homeless people that jumped off those gonna... dumpsters. All the what? time, yeah. Yeah, you never saw those guys? In the dumpster? At least yeah. they made it in the dumpster. I mean... Not yeah. all of them. Someone just humped the outside of it. 
Nothing trash like, armor. Nothing like, like that movie. Metal we had very yeah, different uh, high school experiences. <laughs> Wait, is it that? And I remember having lightsaber fights in the hallway in our English teacher's classroom. Ooh, oh. I get you expelled now. Yeah, this was back in the day when it yeah. was cool. Yeah, you can't we, have a we- you can't have quote unquote okay. weapons. So our 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 high or our senior uh, English teacher. The year after we graduated, me and Mr. B went back. It was it was to see her. Yeah, it was we to went, see we her. Went, we went we went back to see her, and uh, I, I don't. It was such a long time ago. Do you remember? Did we bring the lightsabers yeah, again, or did we just think, just talk about it? I think we actually we, did it. I think one time we talked about it, and the next, the next time, time we, we actually them. brought them again. <laughs> <laughs> brought it up and then 19 year olds at the end of the day everyone's leaving and we're in there having a lightsaber battle as our seniors are like what the fuck are these idiots doing <laughs> no you guys don't get it we're way cooler than you you just don't realize <laughs> right <laughs> oh that was so good and she's been, and she still had at the year later she still had the drawing of Frank the Bunny from Donnie Darko behind her desk yep. so that's like you know she was cool yeah, we got to watch Princess Mononoke. Oh, hey, I had her. What was her name? Miss Mork. Mrs. Yuck. Mork. Yeah, we watched Princess Mononoke too. She was not. Shit don't change, uh, man. Shit don't uh, change. Yeah, we're like fourteen years younger than us. Seven. Still watching Princess Mononoke. Beating off in the back. Seven. Jeez. Fourteen or seven. One of those two. Yeah, yeah. You know. It is a multiple of seven. So, so well, this isn't a math podcast. What uh, is what, now, what is this Atlanta Ripper you keep bragging about? <laughs> I, got a, I got a novella for you because my uh, who wrote it? Stephen King. Yep, nice. That's my okay. favorite novella writer. Me too. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Because <laughs> um, uh, half of my notes got the deleted, so I just had to copy wrath. and paste some shit. Well, can, before we get into the the meat, the 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 meat, the heat of the meat, can we uh, get a primer <laughs> on what what we're talking about? Primer here? meat heat. <laughs> he ripped in Atlanta. He came. He came hard. I don't you know what saw. that. That's not, that's not. What what sort of time frame is this? Around the turn of the century, like turn of the century, nineteen one one, nineteen one two. Okay, and how many how many victims are we talking about? Over twenty. Whoo! Eat your yeah. heart out, Jack. He's making the 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 Jack the Ripper look like a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, this ain't no Whitechapel. This is Hotlanta. All right. Well, right. I mean, take us. And there. spoiler you... alert: it isn't ludicrous. What the fuck? What? It ain't Luda. <laughs> it ain't Luda. It ain't Chris Luda, Chris Bridges. Chris, parentheses, Luda Chris. So um, uh, I'm going to keep reading, but so it's not an hour long of me reading. I mean, unless that one girl's listening to it that love me sing Chad Kroger is listening to it for some <laughs> reason. She might be into it. You guys got to interject. How many Nickelback references are going to be in this Can story? Can I interject right now? Four. Yeah, man. Luda Chris might be the best actor in the Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it, until oh, until Idri- Johnson. until Idris Elba. Oh, have you guys watched that trailer yet? Yes. It looks yeah. day fucking one. I I, I <laughs> reiterate day one. goddamn one. Hell yeah! I'm gonna see. Hell yeah! Oh, see oh, the yeah. fucking yeah. They they, fuck they gloss over him being bulletproof pretty nicely. In yeah. That, yeah. Uh, well, who gives a fuck? <clears throat> it's it's it goddamn used to just, Idris Elba. Used to be about just you know Corona Snapple. Fucking Paul Walker being obsessed with sandwiches in the first one, and they drove fast. Because they, they, they were trying to catch the guys who were stealing. Wasn't he obsessed C- with, with specifically tuna? Tuna sandwiches, yep. Which is a... 
and they were trying uh, to stop uh, the gang. Sneaky little, little, yeah. little sexual. And he reference. was trying to find the gang that was stealing DVD these, VCR DVD combos. What about in oh, shit? What in what about in uh, what's the second one? Too fast, too, too fast, too Eight fast. Eleven Furious. <laughs> when uh, Tyrese. Tyrese steals uh, Dexter's dad's burrito, he goes, <laughs> "Hey, that's mine." Like he practiced that line in the mirror. And, hey. That's mine. That was that was when he was just a good looking guy. Now he's got acting chops. What's Dexter's dad's real name? James Lamar. Yeah. What's his name? What's his what's his character's name in Warriors? AJ. AJ. He's gonna stick that he's gonna stick that up your ass and turn you into a fucking pop star. I wanna be war chief. Yeah. Oh my fucking legs going to sleep. Fucking sitting on the floor. Dude, how good was the Warriors? He gets caught so good. because he tries to grope a woman got it in, in, in the fucking park and she ends up being an undercover cop. Yeah, for four years, Warriors. I've been trying to put together not all the years, but just around October, uh, a baseball movie. A baseball oh, theory, Warriors. a baseball theory Halloween costume, uh-huh. but I can never find matching baseball top and bottom uniforms. Any thrift store Weird. will have thousands of baseball pants but they're like we have we have two shirts yeah and they're both extra small speaking of <laughs> speaking of poorly acted lines from movies can i do my favorite from the warriors hell yes. yeah this guy knows what i'm talking about <clears throat> i think i do hey what about the money you owe <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Why not? Oh, what was our we decided we were going to have our own. I don't Warriors know. How about type. for that shit you just took, you <laughs> fucking idiot? We, after we first saw that in summer of 2005, we were we came up with our own Warriors type gang. Well, do you remember the, we were the called? Nerdcore Hustlers. The Nerdcore Hustlers. Hustlers. Do you remember we were all rocking messenger bags? And, and, and our rival gang was the Dicktown Dickers. Dicktown Dickers, <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember what your weapon of choice was? Remember what mine was? Mine was one of those. Um, I don't know what's called those toys where it's like a plastic and almost looks like a banana shape top that hold you put a ball in and you can oh the, ooh, like a highlight kind of like that it was I think that it's called a, a dildo <laughs> yeah. it was a dildo ball thrower um and it was one of those but I was gonna have it filled with pool balls and I was and I could whip it at people that's what my weapon was do you guys remember what yours was mine was a, a cheese grater. But the cheese, the cheese grater was filled with cement, and then like a dowel was stuck into it, so it was a mace. So it was like a near, but it was like a, it was like a Morning Star, but it was a cheese grater. So you um, I think into their skull wait, and then have, scrape it down. I think Derek had the best weapon. He had a um a wallet chain with a frothing disc with a blade around it. So you had like a shock room on a chain. Right. Because I think we all had our froth disc as just like distractionary weapons that we could... Just distractionary. Distractionary. Can I... Distractionary. Oh, don't worry about that. It's just distractionary. We could throw at him. You're killing me. Derek up his game by adding fucking weaponry to it. Distractionary. No, distracted area. I know. Now, now the listeners can't not know the nirty <laughs> shit we used to do when you we gotta, were fucking younger. You gotta be ready to bop at any moment. We, gonna, we were ready to bop. Like the, the king of burgers or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of high school, yeah. I had oh my, my old school. I had my fucking old school Nintendo. I still have that messenger bag. Hell yeah. 14 years uh, ago. Yeah. Going Make me. way for the king of burgers. 
All of that just stemmed from those old paper Burger King hats. Yeah, finish the finish the. Yeah. What's the next line? Taste the tip of his salty French fry sword, <laughs> and then Taste and then Mark would would be walking behind him, just like Taste gesturing it. at him. Taste it. Taste the tip. <laughs> Mark was always the follow behind guy with the the. I the was extra, the king of burgers. He was, yeah, he, he was, was the king. I know. Derek was the salty squire. The salty squire. He was the follow behind guy that adds the punchline to the his joke. Sesame seed bun. <laughs> He's sesame like, seed bun. I was shield. the king of burgers. Break yourself upon his sesame king. seed bun shield. <laughs> he was, and he was supposed to. And it's like, like I remember one of his deals was he, everyone, someone would say something. And he was supposed to go behind him and go one. one. He just got pwned. And then you remember that time at Father Hennepin. No, I don't remember. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I think you're. You I think you're mixing two things. What together. were you supposed to? Well, okay, is it not one? No, not for the King of Burgers. No, no, but. no, not that. No, no, no. But you were saying you were you were the punchline because Derek declaimed, proclaimed you, uh, and then you were. Let's not you were the use King of the Knight of the Nuggets' real name. Yeah, the Knight of the, <laughs> Nugget. Knight of the Nugget. No, so it's not that, but I'm saying that you were the follow behind the punchline to the Salty end. You were the king, squire, the and then the you're that. I think I was the sorcerer of the soft drink. And my ex girlfriend was there. <laughs> the sorcerer of the soft drink. Was the milkshake with her new boyfriend? Was it milkshake? The mage of the milkshake? <laughs> the milkshake like mage, that. something like that. I don't know. It was a magic oh, user. The sorcerer of the soft drink. I like them both. Yeah, that's what we used oh, to do baby. in high school. Or year after high school, too. Oh. And learn sometimes, but not that often. You know what? Did any of us lose we, our virginity before we left high school? No. Okay. That I think that's... We're painting I mean, a pretty... bang in a dumpster while your friend's trapped in account? No. That doesn't then count. no. Yeah. I so, was not ready to, really? and I knew it, so I didn't even try. That's a... See, that's... I didn't have an opportunity. I probably so I wasn't ready, but... Y'all fucking it. nerds. Oh, I... Uh... <laughs> Blair, this is a different time. You That's grew true. up. With the, you went to high school at the time when everyone was just fucking everything. That's true. I lived on true. third base, though. That's not. Yeah, that's true. I didn't do fucking anything. I didn't have that transitionary so. period. I kind of wish I did. Oh, third I've been, base. Yeah, man. Finishing mouths. I I yeah. felt a tit like a week before I had vaginal sex, so. <laughs> Yeah, you, that, that, yeah, you that's went how from, quickly you went from nothing to I wasn't bam quick, bam thank you man within like six days that's hitting a home run in your second that was a that was a whirlwind summer let me tell right. you yeah did you get a home run before you even touched first or second or third base what's a home run what do you think Fuck a home it. run is sex yeah yeah. No, I just said it was like a week after I felt a tit for the first right, time. Right, but I didn't know if the, in that in that week base. and a half if you got to second, you got to third beforehand. No, I I, I, I never got to third ever. What a frost. Ever. Ice cream. That sucks. I can't remember what <clears throat> terrible. stand-up comedian is, but he's talking about until girls. I was 30 goddamn 1 years old. I think he's <laughs> talking about girls from Jersey or something. He's like Oh, it's Tom's a girl, but where is he talking about? He's like these. Oh, it's girls with eyebrow piercings. Oh Thought yeah, piercings. like yeah. fisting is their first, second base. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so so true. I'm just kidding. I I like eyebrow Dumb. piercings. I'm I'm only joshing. Dumb. How and did we get here this. from Atlanta Ripper? I don't know. I don't even know. Oh yeah, because we started talking. We you got into ludicrous, which yeah. then led us on to Fast and Fast Furious. I which asked then led sandwiches. Us on to the Warriors. I asked for permission to interject yep. before I interjected. You, you did. Whew, yeah. God damn, that is some next level. That's how you fill the time. Yeah, we're already like a half hour in. And I got like four hours of material here. Fuck it, right. let's hit it. Buckle down. We're ready. Oh, I gotta get on my fucking knees. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Hold on. Let me, let me get in position here. My microphone asleep. Let me get that was quick. Oh, please. There's not enough to choke on, and you know it. <laughs> I, got a, I got a very, very low tolerance for gagging, and I gag by okay. my teeth sometimes. Sometimes. I do all, all the time. time. Yeah, I would be a say. horrible gay man. Yeah. What about uh, eating my a hand. banana? I can down it like a champ. Oh. That makes no sense, does it? Because it's, it's mushy. That's walking away. It breaks itself upon the back of your throat. Yeah, cocks don't usually break in my mouth. <laughs> Usually. 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 Go ahead. We're ready. Okay. Let me just start reading. So, you know, racial prejudice was life in Atlanta in the early 1900s. And oh, yeah. I'm glad that's community. over. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was probably yeah, way it worse. It was probably worse. Yeah. I wasn't there at the time. I didn't get there until 1913. Um, <laughs> rocked by several tragic happenings. Among them was a notorious the 1906 race riot. Few years later, a crime spree began that ended the lives of at least 20 women. Four times the number of victims of the original Jack the River, for whom the Atlanta killer was named. So was he only did he only kill black people? Yes. Black oh. or mixed race. What oh, an no. asshole. Yeah. I normally like serial they, killers, but, but fuck they, this they guy. Think he was act- <laughs> they think the killer, I don't, and I couldn't find out f- fully why. One person said that they, they saw him, and you know, that was probably it, but no one was the same person, that they believed it was a black man killing black people too. So it wasn't necessarily a race thing. One but, of those self-hating ones. Yeah, maybe. Shit. <laughs> that sounded um, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, doggy. Hi, oh, doggy. You're, oh, you're oh, oh, well, oh, oh, hi. Oh, oh. There she goes. So there because it was, you know, it was 1888 when the Ripper and stuff. So that kind of was the 9th in, of November. It was 1888. It was the uh, everyone's head. That's why Atlanta yeah, newspapers just named him the Atlanta Ripper. <laughs> OK, throughout 1911, Atlanta became the scene of murder after murder. The Ripper's victims were all young, black or mulatto women in their 20s. While there were no fewer than six men arrested for the crimes, it was never ascertained if the killings were the work of one man, one man, one man, or multiple men, including the ones who arrested and tried for the murders. At least one man was convicted of one of the murders, although the newspapers were uncertain if he actually committed them. As days That's turned, always good. Yeah, as days turned to years, the murders continued, although with less frequency. By the time the Ripper was finished, nearly two dozen were dead, and their murder vanished into history. Jesus. He was never caught. Never officially. Never officially caught. Or tried for it. The one guy for one of them, but they still don't think he actually This was in here. the 20s? 1911. 1911 and 1912. So the... 1912 was Velisca, right? Yeah, and Titanic. And Titanic. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, that yeah, came bad. out in the 90s. What are you talking about? <laughs> Got him. Nice. nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Mr. I don't know. Nice. I was really <laughs> trying to find a spot. Okay. Oh, a Tracer. <laughs> so, less than five decades after the Civil War, the Atlanta of 1911 prided itself as a gateway to the New South, with almost a dozen major railways passing through the city. The city business was booming, new buildings and homes were constructed, and a lot of the the businesses, like African-American black people, were actually starting to own businesses down there. So, I mean, I think it sounds like they were a little ahead of the curve in some aspects. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's not. We'll get to that. 
For a select few of the city's African-Americans, Atlanta was a model for racial tolerance. Black-owned businesses had sprung up on the streets. Local colleges like Atlanta Baptist College, Morris Brown, and Atlanta University were considered among the best black temples of learning in the nation. But there was still lots of you know racial tension and racism. So not surprisingly, when young black and mixed race women began showing up brutally slain. It it was cause for much concern in local newspapers circulated largely among white readers and staffed exclusively by white reporters and editors. The three city newspapers were more concerned about the crimes among whites than the crimes among black people. So it got very little attention. Evident from a story in Atlanta Constitution from May 29th, 1911, which buried a two-paragraph brief on page seven. Page seven of the paper, headline, Negro woman killed, no, no clue to Slayer, was found with her throat cut near her home. And then the brief went on to say that the mutilated body of Belle Walker was found by her sister on Sunday morning after Walker failed to return home the night before from her job as a cook at a home on Cooper Street. So, I wonder if the, like you were saying, the newspapers didn't want to report on it. I wonder, do you think the cops felt the same way? Like they didn't want to investigate it as it's, much? It's, because- yeah, it sounds like that was the case. Although I'm sure some were more than others were trying to, but it sounds like they didn't care as much and right. put as much effort into it. Well, could that? Yeah, that's what the could that be a reason why they were the, yeah probably why yeah. the targets mm-hmm. were all so that yeah Bill Walker her body was found twenty five yards from her home Jeez. by her sister Jean Romo her throat had been cut her shoes were gone so that was like their mo for some reason it took their shoes hmm. could find out anything why anymore it was a cobbler <laughs> do you think do you think they went up to him hey those shoes are to die for oh slash <laughs> I mean, I would. I know you. Would. I've seen you do it. You'd be like, "Shit, I'm the only one who would get that." Yeah, if I Fuck. were a serial killer, I'd be the pun killer. <laughs> pun killer. They said her body was mutilated. Like, were they just talking about having her throat cut? I think cut, at or? the time they said because I, I know, mutilated. like the, the Ripper used to like this. This guy cut the, their this guy. Out. This guy gets word, but the first one was just throat was slit. Okay, but he he escalates. Some of the some of the, the victims I couldn't find. A lot of information on, so it's just little tidbits, and some of the names I couldn't even find who they're just. In, unfortunately for them in the history books, they were yeah. just a person that was killed. Uh, so that was May twenty eighth. On June fifteenth, Addie Watkins was found with her slash throat, followed on June twenty seventh by another Lizzie Watkins with her throat slit. On July first, a twenty year old woman named Emma Lou Sharp was at her home on Hanover Street waiting for her mother Lena to come home. Emma Lou was worried that her mother left an hour before to get groceries and still hadn't returned, which was cause for concern because of all the recent murders. Frantic with worry, Emma Lou set out to search for her mother. At the market, she learned that Lena had never shown up. Emma started back home, and she walked down the dark street and was approached by a stranger, whom she later described as a tall, black, broad shoulders and wearing a broad-brimmed black hat. So, kind of rippery looking with the hat. Broad-brimmed black hat. Kind of, yeah. The man asked her how she was feeling that evening, and Emma Lou replied that she was well and tried to walk past him, but the man blocked her path and just simply said, Don't worry, I never hurt girls like you. Which I don't get if she was... She she wasn't wearing shoes. She was black, but maybe she wasn't wearing shoes. I don't know. I don't know why he didn't. I never hurt girls like you. Then he stabbed her in the back. Ah. 
Right. I don't hurt girls like you. And they stabbed her in the back. She's Bleeding. She ran away, shoes. screaming for help. So she got away. But tragically, her mother was already dead. Her mother's head was almost severed from her neck. She was missing. Didn't mean to take your head off there, bud. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Just wanted to go, to go rip it. So, yeah. So Stuff I don't. Yeah. Rip. So all sons. I don't hurt girls like you. Stab oh. the bay. Just Why do I got to be the stab victim? Because you're next to me. Oh. I don't hurt girls like you. Oh. Stab. I just fuck guys like you in prison. (laughs) I don't fuck guys who want it. (laughs) I love Roadhouse references. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, police found nothing. Seemed not to be trying very hard as we talked about. The people of Bolana had believed that if... You know, it was white women murdered that the police probably would have put more effort forth. Yeah, no shit. And they probably would have, unfortunately. And on Saturday night, July 8th, 22-year-old Mary Yeldell left the home of W.M. Seltzer, where she worked as a cook. As she walked, walking past an alley, she heard a whistle. She stopped, and coming toward her was, as described, a Negro man, tall, black, and well-built, and moving with a cat-like tread. Mary ran screaming back to the Seltzer house. Mr. Seltzer met her at the door, then grabbed his revolver. He ran to the alley and found the man still standing there. But when Seltzer told told him to raise his hands, the man darted back into the alley. Seltzer called the police, but their search turned up nothing. So there's two people that got away from him. He was moving like a cat. How? Exactly. As Data said, moving with... He was meowing. Yeah, he was meowing. <laughs> moving with a cat-like thread. Yeah. I'm guessing just very soft-toed and um, more kind of agile, toes. but my cats aren't that agile. He was tip-tip-tipping. So, you know he is tip-toe about... Tip-toe through the So you yeah. knew he was about to pounce if he, like, shook his butt first? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, his butt got really high up in the air. That's his tail. <laughs> yeah. The marble started turning in his throat. Yeah. God, if that if that seltzer guy would have just fucking lit him up, yeah, he should have saved yeah, a lot of shot him in the back. Yeah, and and for and yeah, and back then, even if it happened to not have been the killer, he probably wouldn't have gotten that much trouble. He sounds rich. Yeah, he probably could have been like, ah, turn the other cheek. Yeah, would have been like, okay, right. But hey, he did the right thing. He helped a girl, and yeah, not his fault. They couldn't get anything. Within days from that. Uh, black churches across Atlanta put together a reward for capture and arrest of the killer, stating that the foul and unpunished murders have placed a reign of terror over the laboring class of women of our race. But the reward turned out to be, you know, useless because no one found shit. Three days later, on the morning of Tuesday, July 11th, a group of men working on a sewer near the intersection of Atlanta Avenue and Martin Street came upon a large pool of blood in the road. They followed the trail of blood to a small gully love gullies, about 30 feet away and discovered the lifeless body of Sadie Holly, who worked at a local laundry. Her throat had been cut savagely. Now you made me laugh as I read that. Her throat had been cut savagely. We didn't make you say you love gullies. I know. He's giggling Gus over there. Sorry. Like that. I was laughing. It's like, that's the thing that makes you stop in your story. And I didn't thought about this when I was writing this stuff. When I was writing this stuff, I just saw it there and it was like, fucking gully. Um... Oh, yeah. Get the giggles out of my way. Her throat had been cut so savagely that it almost been de- she was almost decapitated. Like other Ripper victims, she was fucking gone. She didn't pull through? Um, no. Nope. Nope. Oh, nope. I got <laughs> it. So, but 24 hours after the discovery of Sadie Ollie's body, they arrested dude Henry Huff, a 27-year-old laborer. 
Huff had been seen with Holly the night she was killed. Police said and was wearing bloody clothes and had scratches on his arms when he was arrested. But Huff ended up only being held on suspicion for a while. Atlanta's black community was more than simply concerned about the murders. Faced with the lack of results from the police, they called on authorities to hire black detectives. Leaders of black churches urged the city council and governor to add to the reward they had already established for the capture of the killer. Their petition was endorsed by many prominent white residents of the city, including Asa Candler, founder of Coca-Cola, future mayor of Atlanta. Mm. So some white people are stepping up. Uh, but for I don't know, I don't believe they actually hi- any hired any black detectives or not. Oh. Not that I found. They call me Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> uh, what I need is need to get Rick Grimes on this shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coral. Oh, I got a be- hog tying a beast. Can I, can I interject for one second? Yeah. Raspberry. <laughs> Unfazed. Yeah, I tried to give her one when we came in, and I challenged her, and she ran away from me. Yeah. Yeah. You get raspberries. Okay. Murder? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not long, not long after they arrested Huff, the police also picked up Todd Henderson at a saloon on Decatur Street. Um, bless you. A man called, a man claimed that he had seen Henderson with Holly in a drugstore not far from the murder scene on the night she was killed. Emma Lou Sharp, who survived the close encounter with a man thought to be the Ripper, as we talked about earlier, was brought into the station to see if she could identify Henderson. When Henderson spoke, a reporter from the Atlanta Constitution wrote that she shrank back. Um, even though a reporter from another magazine, The Georgian, said that her identification wasn't solid, I guess her body language didn't seem like she was that convinced but then emma lou said otherwise she told reporters that's the man if that's not the man i'm badly mistaken <laughs> if that's not I'm, the man I'm, badly, I'm wrong i'm badly mistaken i know i'm badly mistaken if that's, Either not that's the, the guy or it's not oh <laughs> oh. oh okay so this is the dude or <clears throat> now although the case against both henderson and huff remains circumstantial police uh, decided to hand both over to the prosecutor in hopes that a grand jury would sift through the evidence and just, nah, grand jury, you sift through it. You decide we're going to indict a man for murder of Sadie Holly. Uh, but were the other men right? Even the police didn't think they were right, but I fucking, everyone was mad. So they arrested some people <laughs> over the weeks that followed the murder stopped on August 9th. The grand jury indicted two men, Henry Huff and a new suspect named John Daniel, not Todd Henderson. I guess Todd got off. He just left. Sounds like Todd. Yeah, it's a real Todd thing to do. Huff was indicted for the Holly murder, but the papers offered little evidence on Daniel other than to say that he was also a river suspect. Uh, the absence of murder soon came to an end. On August 31st, more than six weeks since the last killing, Mary Ann Duncan was found in an area called Blandtown, west of Atlanta. Bland town? No, no. Take that D and get it out of there, oh, you bland. dumb son of a bitch. Bland. It's just Bland. <laughs> Blandtown. Not Tig. Blandtown. If people were getting murdered in Blandtown, I don't think I'd be very interested. <laughs> yeah. He's got, he's got murdered in Blandtown, which is west of Atlanta. Got it. Okay. She was found lying between a uh, tangle of railroad tracks. At all the earmarks of another Ripper murder, 20-year-old victim was found without her shoes, and her throat had been cut ear to ear. Despite the indictments of Huff and Daniel, both the media and police were certain they hadn't arrested the true Ripper. That fall, the murders of young women resumed. The body of Minnie, Minnie Wise, described by the newspaper as a 
uh, calmly mulatto girl was found in an alley on November 10th. Her throat had been cut, her shoes removed, and the index finger on her right hand had been severed at the middle joint. Uh, What? That's fucked up. Yeah. Taking that index finger. And now I'm thinking I'm getting to the point where I just uh, had to copy and paste some stuff. So now some of this, maybe if I can find it, I can give the guy credit. But uh, it's someone else's writing. Uh Thus, I just took information from and copied, paste and added my own shit. But uh, now, okay. Where was I? November 10th, throw slit. Index finger. Got it. Yeah. This time, newspapers nationwide were running stories about the Atlanta Ripper. Detectives from other cities offered their services. Mayor Wynn was getting embarrassed. In a letter to one of those outside detective agencies, one of those outside detective agencies, (laughs) he struck a defensive tone. Atlanta is known throughout the country as one of the most law-abiding cities of its size in the United States, and its police and detective departments are second to none. It is true that in some instances, criminals escape arrest for a time, but even escapes of this kind occur occur in all cities things were looking bad for Atlanta and they were about to get no worse oh Oh, no just one week after the mayor's office sent out that letter Atlanta saw one of the grisliest murders yet this time the victim's head was cut almost completely off that okay wait wait okay pause for effect yeah her head was almost cut completely off her heart cut out and left lying by her side. Nice. And her body disemboweled. Oh, jeez. Where were her bowels left? That I don't know. They were they they left disem. They oh they were (laughs) dissed. They were dissed. Were they bowels? I don't know. I don't know if they I don't know if they took the bowels or if they left them next to I don't know. Really stepped up his game real fast there. Real fast. I'm gonna try index finger. Let's do heart this time. Oh oh, oh, this just happens in all cities where you can't catch killers? Guess what? Guess what? I will eat your heart. Um, Yep, got that disemboweled. Newspapers attributed the crime to the Ripper, and on November 23rd, the Constitution ran an interview with an unnamed detective. Fed up, embarrassed, and looking to blame someone, the detective struck out at every black person in the city. That was nice. That's good. He said, we won't get to the bottom of this thing until we get some help. Again, this is someone else's quote from the night from 1911. Uh oh. Uh oh. No, it's not. That's not that bad. Okay. No, no, no. It's it's not. No, it's not. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that word even in this context. But he said, "We're not getting to the bottom of this thing until we get some help from the Negroes. These murders are being committed among the lower class of Negroes, ignorant, brutal beasts that know nothing else. Their acquaintances are afraid to talk. But if there was a little money slipped there." Then we could find out invaluable clues, and I wager we would land the murderers, but we haven't got the expenses. Nice guy. I'm surprised wow. he didn't say Cla- darkies. Wow. What a fucking piece of shit that yeah, guy is. Lord. I was going to say, because I didn't want to do like me just start reading, like, oh, Mr. B worded this. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Real stand up gentleman. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, at the black churches, pastors warned their female congregates about going out at night. At Big Bethel Church, a basket was passed around and uh, 1200 was raised to add to the reward for the Ripper's capture. The pastors were still clamoring for black detectives to be retained to help track down the murderer. Hang on. Sorry, I thought I actually copied and pasted up twice. Meanwhile, Henry (laughs) Huff, who had been accused of one of the Ripper murders, was found not guilty by a Fulton County jail. The Georgian noted, this means that police department and the 
County authorities are as far as ever, far away as ever from a solution to the Jack the Ripper murders. Well, I mean, I yeah, the Jack fact the that they're still happening while he's locked up is probably a pretty good indication that you didn't get the right guy. Yes, it's like a law-abiding <laughs> citizen situation. Jerry Butler. Oh, shit. Jerry Butler? <laughs> Jerry Butler. Jerry Butler, yeah. Uh, Jane Fox, I right? don't know you guys are so close. I call him Jerry. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, gee, too much. Too much, too much dick. <laughs> too much dick. <clears throat> Throughout the winter of 1912, more young women were found with their throats cut by the pace. By the pace, never again reached the early. Su- what? <laughs> Fuck this guy say. <laughs> the pace never again reached the early summer of the year. Okay, oh, there, no. we there we Fuck go. There we go. The early up, year before. You said to keep reading, like you do, left to right. <laughs> right got a fucking spot, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> in, in March 1912, <laughs> the Constitution blandly reported that a grand jury had concluded that an Atlanta Ripper was a myth. You know, never happened. <laughs> yeah. Those bottles were just dissed themselves. Yeah, they dissed um, themselves. Each murder was committed by a different man. In each case, it was the result of jealousy following immoral conduct. But the story, which ran just four paragraphs, didn't explain how the grand jury reached its conclusion. Yeah, it's just jealousy. And they're oh, I, I think I can, I can, I can uh, deduce how they did oh, that. Yeah, how they, had, uh, they pulled it straight out of their fucking racist assholes. Oh, yeah. that's what they did. Fecal sample. Fecal sample. Got Fecal sample. Got it. Got it. <laughs> a month later, the same newspaper ran a story with the headline, Jack the Ripper turns up again. In this case, the body of a 19-year-old... I have no idea what this is. Octorune? In quotes, Octorune girl? Googling it. Google Octorune oh, for me. Oh, um, it means she's one-eighth black. One-eighth black. Yeah, because yeah, Quadrune. Gotcha. Yeah, Quadrune. Qu- I never heard it broken down rib. quite that much as one-eighth. Okay. Uh, An Octorune girl was found in a clump of bushes at the end of Prior Street. She'd been stabbed in the throat. Oh, stabbed in the throat. Oh. So her throat wasn't even cut. She was no, just, just stabbed. No, just stabbed in the throat. Well, she was only an eighth black. Yeah. She didn't get the full ear to now, ear. Now, if, if you want to say that one wasn't the actual Ripper. Maybe. Maybe. Because yes. that one seems a little bit different. Right. By the spring of 1912, the daily papers were writing about the Ripper's 20th victim. Oh, this fucking asshole. Now he's just getting younger and younger. A 15-year-old, oh. in quotes, pretty Octoroon, found float. I guess she was just pretty. Not an Octoroon. That was a, eh, it was pretty Octoroon. Like this would a comma, pretty Octoroon. She was pretty Octoroon. Found floating in the Chattahoochee. Man, the Chattahoochee. Not the Chattahoochee. The Chattahoochee River, her throat cut, body mutilated. Shoes got? 15 year old. She have any shoes? That I could not find. Oh, okay. But the water could have taken them. Water sure. Loves. Sure, water does love shoes. So as this person, and now that again, I don't know. That one sounds more like it, but he's just going younger and younger instead of sticking with like the working class twenty year olds. Yeah. So that one maybe might not have been, or, but very well. I, I mean, maybe they did catch the catch the right guy, one of the guys, and that was just a copycat. Copycat. Or very well. Yeah. Very well. Could have been. Or the older people were getting better at like keeping themselves safe, so he had to go that, for younger. That could be too. Guys, I only have four pages left. Oh, shit. How many no. have you gone through? 78. Two. No. No, I'm getting close. <clears throat> That's what uh, she said. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting close. 
Jesus Christ. Okay. But then she never says I got there. No. Oh, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> the police kept on arresting black men for the murders in uh, late April 1912, so a couple weeks after Titanic. I'm sure that probably didn't help. That was probably took over the newspapers and then care about printing about this show. Same reason Velisca got buried. Yep. And, mm. and Iowa. But yes. And uh, the whole state of Iowa. In late April 1912, a man named Charlie Owens was sentenced to life in prison for one of the so-called Ripper murders committed in Atlanta during the last 18 months. The newspaper story didn't say which murder he was convicted for. In a few weeks, the papers were attributing yet another murder to the Ripper. Was this just a ruse to sell papers, or the Ripper murders the work of more than one man committed over a one-year period? We don't know. Apparently, that yeah, just the one guy. They're just like, oh, you killed one. You're the Ripper. We were getting you did it. one. It was you. It was you. You ripped one. Okay. But you killed all of them. We did it, guys. Well, did the murder stop? Hang on. On August 10th, 1912, more than a year after the first Ripper murders occurred, Henry Brown, also known as Leighton Brown, was arrested for killing Eve Florence, who had been murdered the previous November. Brown's (laughs) wife told police that he had come home on successive Saturdays, same Saturdays that many of the killings had taken place with his clothes bloody and would sit before the fire to dry them out. Under questioning, Brown revealed intimate details of the other crimes. Detectives believed they'd found their man. But had they? That October, Brown went to trial for the Eva Florence murder, but a black man named John Rutherford testified that the police had put Brown through the third degree during questioning. Rutherford said that the detectives had chained Brown's arm to a chair and then struck him in the head until he confessed. For this part, Brown Jesus. said he had often suffered hallucination. Uh, hallucination. Mouth was dry, cotton mouth. Hallucinations. <laughs> it was clear to the jury that he could. He would admit to just about anything if he was pressured. They acquitted him on October 18th, and he became another failure in the Atlanta authorities' quest to convince someone of the Ripper murders. Even though the official tally of Ripper murders ended at 20, with the murder of a 19-year-old, uh, Kamali Yellow Girl. I'm sorry, what? What the yep, fuck quote, does that mean? Kamali Yellow Girl. On May 10th, 1912, the Atlanta newspapers did not forget about him and invoked his name several times in the years that followed. In March 1913, Laura Smith was found with her... March 1913, so almost a year later. Laura Smith was found with her throat cut. Like the other victims, Smith was young, of mixed race, and worked as a servant. Then in March 1914, three full years after the Ripper years had begun, firefighters found notes pinned in fireboxes around the city. The authorities... The author of the notes promised to cut the throats of all Negro women. What are fireboxes? I don't know. Maybe like... Did this some kind of thing where they used to have a little hydrant in it Like fire hydrants back then, maybe? But maybe like kind of like a transformer box, but Uh, a fire hydrant, maybe? I don't know. Place where you could... Something old-timey. Something like, yeah. Um, Hey, Google that shit. Uh, note promised to cut the throats of all Negro women who were found on the streets after a certain hour of the night. The newspapers attributed the notes to Jack the Ripper, or the Atlanta Ripper. Over time, though, as memories of the murders faded, most of Atlanta forgot about the Ripper. He has since become a distant figure in the annals of American crimes. No reward was ever collected for his capture. No real suspect was ever punished. And to this day, the murders remain unsolved. God, that's so so does the mystery of what the fuck a firebox is, because all it's shown me is... Fireplaces. God damn. 
20, 20 that was lost in the annals you kill history. you kill 20 people and you fucking get away with it that's fucking ridiculous probably yeah unless one of the other guys the guy they got for one did it but probably not if there's i mean it could just been a copycat who you know a year later and then two years later did it and pinned that note but right. back then you know it's probably the same guy probably, probably, the, same guy, yeah. Yeah. probably the same fucking dude uh mark i wanted to talk to you um mouth break. we briefly mentioned this um i think on our first podcast back uh, making a murderer season two yeah have yeah. you seen it no i blazed through it yeah uh mr I, uh, b i know how you were you were talking about like you know there's some stuff that was left out of the first season well, that, yeah and i didn't and, the and second think, season i didn't jump to watch it because i was like most of this the big stuff i've heard all of it in the news story what? now and i didn't what Tom Segura says about making a murder is pretty true. Like you devote a week of your life to it and then it ends with, eh, you figure that shit out. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So season season two basically is uh, all of the the theories that came out or the, the criticisms that came out like, oh, you left this evidence out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they, they address it. And they demolish it. Oh, wow. Um. So do you remember? Do you remember when we, when we first watched it and we were both fucking super into it? Yeah. And we both had a theory about who the real killer was. Yeah. Do you remember who we who we landed on? Wasn't it the the guy that went hunting? Bobby Dassey. Bobby yeah. Dassey. Yeah. See, his was one of mine, and the her ex boyfriend. Yeah, they the ex boyfriend. They talk about his ass too in season two. Oh yes. <clears throat> Um, so here's the thing. Can I um, not see the stepdad though? Get to it though. Can I watch wrestling? <laughs> He's wanted to get for WrestleMania. Yeah. Fucking Bobby Dassey f- on his computer. Yeah, they found um, images and searches. Huh? A bunch of images and searches and searches of of, of yeah. uh, dead women and violent pornography and child pornography. It wasn't uh, even more specific, like, like how to death, how to like how to how to yeah cut a vein or something like that. Like he, he, like he's Fuck. he's like a fucking sex killer. And the when they brought it to the attention oh. of the courts, the courts threw it out because they said that because it was a, a computer that was in like a main area that they couldn't rule out that it was Brendan Dassey oh, who actually did it. Of course, yeah. But then they I can't remember the specific videos, but then they figured they had timestamped some of them when Brendan, like the searches or the or the downloads of pictures, something that to times when Brendan was locked up. I don't think it was that, but like he was he had alibi for like being in school or something like that. Um, the other thing, the, the main bit of evidence that they they say was left out of the first season that points to Stephen Avery having done it is they apparently found his sweat DNA uh, on the hood latch of her car. <laughs> the prosecutor wanted to know how sweaty. Right, was. right. Well, it turns out that that means fucking nothing. There's yeah. absolutely no way to determine where your DNA came from if it's not from your blood, your urine, or your saliva. So it, it's it's skin cell DNA that they found and. And when they showed it at the lab, they gave you a little graph. They're like, when you when you see um, skin contact, this is how much DNA matter is usually here. And they have this little hump. They're like, this is how much was found on the hood latch. And it was <laughs> wow, like way too much. They also did um, uh, spectrometry, spect- spectronomy on the the bullet that apparently killed her. Oh, yeah. Um, there was no bone matter. Apparently, the twenty-two bullet not only did it go th- all the way through her head through two layers of her skull, but it did so 
without accruing a single piece of bone matter. Right. And then they did right. find what it did have particles of <clears throat> the outside, the siding on the garage. Like it had obviously been shot from the outside yep. through the garage into the floor. Yep. yep. They found um, they had a, a blood splatter and uh, analyst come in and try to recreate the way the blood was spattered on uh, in her car with a cut finger, which is how they claimed Stephen Avery's blood got there. And it just was not consistent at all. Um, they brought in a burn expert who basically said there's no possible way her body could have been burnt that badly in that location. She, like, yeah. she was burnt elsewhere. Like in a fucking bonfire. Well, not a bonfire, like in a in a like an actual like crematorium or like an oven, like yeah. some, somewhere where her body could get burnt beyond that that mm-hmm. part it, it's just the, there's so much fucking bullshit going on i like when they took- and and the 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 wisconsin attorney general is personally blocking every attempt to bring this evidence forward wow so it's like i'm not saying i'm not saying he's I mean, 100 innocent but but still. fucking maybe take a look at it again dude like there's right. some the serious whole thing fucking was problems. based on on the whole the manitowoc police department having it out for him and if it yep. just do you remember now the- it's just a higher level of authority protecting the lower level it just keeps if it goes up to the attorney general do you remember the uh the wow. shitty deputy guy who attorney like clearly the, the guy who found the key after oh, the, he went in the b- by himself who, during the trial where he was like oh and by the way i have to say this is the first time my uh integrity has been questioned yep yeah. that guy and he was just in a disposition like a couple months before yep. that uh-huh. yep um Piece so shit after the first season came out, a guy came forward and said he talked to literally that deputy um, when they first put up missing signs saying her car. He's like, I, her her truck is parked along the quarry right there. I just saw it. And he uh, told someone that. Someone said that? Yeah. yeah someone he, told him he, right he, he told the deputy. The deputy said, OK, thanks. We'll get right on it. And then he re- it was reported four days later that they found her car. And what the at fuck? one point, the car wasn't actually found on Avery Land. It was actually land owned yep. by the county yeah well uh, they, their neighbor too who gave testimony they interviewed him and he's got like his lawyer there and he's like they're asking him questions about his testimony and he finally looks at his lawyer and he's like can i just tell them and the, his lawyer's like yeah go for it and he goes um he's like they were so insistent um with the story they had that literally i just said what do you want me to say and i said what they wanted me to say yeah uh, uh. Well, the, huh. the, the tooth could the, um, yeah yeah so basically any other any other fucking evidence like any other case where this amount of evidence was found yeah there wouldn't even been a question yeah another thing they did um, right the reason this was kind of interesting to me because I, I watched this show on YouTube called Mindfield the Michael yeah. from Vsauce does it it's a good show yeah did you see the one with the lie detector where it can yeah. it determines yeah. whether or not you your brain recognizes it subconsciously yeah. Stephen Avery took that test and completely passed it they, they gave him details wow. about Teresa Hallbeck's death and her his brain did not register any familiarity with it so he passed the subconscious lie detector test also one thing that was cool in there Jesus. was when they had based on Stephen's stories of after Teresa took the pictures and left and he went inside what he saw from next door from the Dassey home and stuff he saw Bobby and there's Bobby but they all think Bobby and the, the stepdad. stepdad yeah and then and then what the neighbor had said the vehicles he had seen driving they actually did a reenactment where they had some girl in the same year vehicle that that was that was in the the season yeah. two yeah. yeah and in the in her vehicle acting like Teresa phoners and they had one as Bobby 
and somebody following behind and they had and Kyle, when the neighbor saw him go this way and from there kind of looks like he possibly got her to stop and turn around because he saw actually saw her and was like oh I need you to take a picture we'll pay you yeah. to take a picture yeah because she was a photographer too. yeah, yeah for on the, our lot too can you quick come take a picture okay I gotta know like spoiler warnings whatever does it end the same way as the first season or it's like basically nothing it, new it is ends happening even more case? depressing than the first season he still has a lawyer who's working extremely hard and her entire like she's made her career on exonerating people yeah there was yeah. She, there were, i just saw a, new, a news article the other and day she's, about she's, her she's still still working something. on it a big part of the season was trying to get brendan dassey's uh testimony thrown out or his confession, um, confession oh, thrown the out. One where they, they actually got it to, to oh the God. like the Wisconsin Supreme Court and like in a five to four they ruled that it would stay. Right. Wow. When they did the three they first, they first do it with just three selected of the judges and two of the three said Let's move it forward. But yep. then there was a, an appeal, and then it was forced all seven of the judges. One of the, there was one two of the judges. One of the judges said that the video of the confession made her skin crawl. It was so. Which one coerced. was the one with the two cops in the room? Yeah, the one yeah. With the two okay. cops in the room. There's where he one where he's down. like in school, and there's another guy like yeah. he's like sitting in a desk. And the, that's like, yeah. That was a. Uh, that was one of the an investigator hired by his original lawyer. Yeah, that it's, fucking creepy, disgusting. And fucking t- yeah, dude. Ken Kratz. Fucking they go when Brendan's attorneys and the people working on his case go to the they go to some. It was wasn't in Wisconsin. It was in Chicago. Some yeah big court in Chicago to file a motion for his release for stuff like that. And it started a motion. They it was a big news story. And then who shows up there? Ken Kratz. So as soon as they leave, who can to do an interview yeah, saying, he hey, my book comes out yep, in two months. Conveniently, his, he's got a new book out. He's like, you know, I think it would be inappropriate to talk about my new book right now, but I'm just here. But like, when it comes <laughs> yeah, out on like, whatever, you fucking piece of shit. shit. Check it out. He's, he's such a fucking Was he sweating? Lover. I don't know. I don't remember, but he was just fucking His sweaty uncle. <laughs> So and if you bet for Brent, because it gets fast where it goes through and it's good and it's to the point where like okay they have it a got date, to the point where they the, have a the date state, set up where he's like you're gonna get out on I don't remember the day it was like November the 4th, state brought someone to to the house he was gonna get released to approved it for security right. for him to be released like it was there right. and then the the, the day before he was gonna get out they're like oh it. just kidding now you're you're still in there. and that happened twice psych and now he's still in there yep. I uh, I don't and I don't know they they both may have both done it, but from I what mean, I've seen maybe from what I've seen there definitely wasn't enough to I mean this is a innocent until proven guilty there definitely from what I've got wasn't enough to say the, for sure the, the the problem is there wasn't enough evidence there to make that conviction without Brendan's confession right and that which was, was not kosher. coerced right and I think uh, I really think Brendan didn't really have anything to do no. with it he's just a he's Avery, an, an innocent maybe, little but, dullard like he's right. it's so sad because he's like such a like you just want to give him a big hug, yeah. But yeah, they, they his uh, IQ is like eighty one or something. Right, he just wanted to get home for WrestleMania. Yeah, he's in till he's eighty one. No, 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 no. His, his IQ, IQ is eighty one. Oh, he's in till like he's like forty eight or something like that is when he could when he could get out or something like that. <clears throat> like he's eligible for parole then. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is just fucked so up. So there's an attorney still working on the case, but the attorney general has been not cooperative. Right. That is depressing. Yeah. But, um, you know, maybe there's they're still filing motions. They're still trying to 
to get stuff done. Like wow. it's one of those things where like even if they were I get that they can't just like retry like you can't just get a new trial for every every bit of misconduct yeah. in, in prosecution, but there's a lot of fuck up here. Like Oh yeah. Big time. It's very, very sad. And th- another thing too that I found out that's really fucked up is apparently you don't have a constitutional right to freedom. Um, like you, you don't have the right to not be in prison for something you didn't do. So, wow. Um, this is America. Right. It's yeah. The whole thing is really, it's really fucked up, but it, yeah. just like the first season, the way that it's put together and the way that it's like structured, it was just like, okay, next episode. I mean, it's next the episode. first, yeah. next the episode. first two episodes are a little slower than the first season. Like I was like, okay, I don't know. But then boom, then it's like the first then season it starts to. Yeah. I mean, there are there are like there's an episode where half of it is just like an uncut um, like transcript because they don't allow cameras in the courtroom, but it was court recorded. Justice is so it's yeah. just like half an hour of an actual. Court it's like case a dr- it's drawings like, of them. Yeah. And, and it's just I, I just glued to the audio. screen. I'm like, oh, wow. fuck, what's that? that's when the one was like that confession made, made my, my skin, skin crawl. crawl. Yeah. Ugh. What happened with so I remember really being hooked when. The attorneys checked the uh, evidence thing and found his blood sample thing had been like tampered, tampered with. with. Yeah, what oh, happened with that in the court case? Oh, I, was that what the? It was like a perfect needle. Yeah, yeah it was. A, it was a syringe like, prick. Yeah, yeah, and, and it just so happens there was a bunch of his blood thrown in an inconsistent pattern with a wound all over the the uh steering the car the, the steering the wheel and shit and stuff, yeah. because like yeah they didn't recover his fingerprints from there because he he was wiping that but he left his blood there because so what did they say that like what, like he cut it like was the window was a window broken or something and like he cut it there no like, no he had said just, like, it, it was like an existing cut he had said he had, he had cut it earlier in the day oh, yeah wow. and there because they found blood on his like bathroom sink Mm-hmm. He said, he, I don't remember what he was doing. He was doing something. He well, said they work in a finger. salvage yard. So yeah, he said right. he cut a his finger. A thousand things. He, he cut, cut his finger on the, on the key that he was putting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, so, I, yeah. I told Blair about the key. I'm like, so they, the police go in. They look, they're looking for this key. They, they clear the room. They say that there's, they can't find it. They call it. The deputy comes in and goes, I'm going to give it one more. A day one later, more. I'll just go. Just me. Just yeah. Me. I'm, just, just me. I'm going to go give it one more look. And then, oh, found it right here. Got it. Hey, oh, guys, I'm from found the, the key. Manitowoc, Turns uh, out it was right here. Found the key right here. Not suspicious at all. They shouldn't have been allowed. They were like breaking rules to even oh, be yeah. on the crime scene because they were being disposed or right. deposed. D- d- deposed, yeah. While that uh, was happening, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Fuck up. Yeah, it just ah, goes so deep. Makes my skin crawl. You just threw me down the rabbit hole. Yeah. No, it's I was just going to tell you like if the first season hooked you like it's you you know it's not going anywhere fucking like roses yeah. or anything, but yeah. it's interesting. It, it's definitely worthy to to watch and sort of Oh yeah. They they do um a slightly better job this season of like trying to show um like the other side a bit well, I think more because they got a lot of flack for the first season yeah but um yeah i don't know but it's, it doesn't i mean it, it i get why it does the episodes don't flow quite as smooth as the first season because <clears throat> the first season they had 10 years to put it all together yeah and this one they're trying to keep up with so they're trying to i mean, they, I mean it goes to like i think the it ends like the last thing they talk about was like a month before it came out on Netflix. Yeah. So they were trying to turn it out fast. So it's not quite as smooth as the first season, but still good. 
Still good. Which I was surprised. I was just like, there's a lot of good, like actual investigation going on, which I think is really interesting. Huh? But yeah. So the, the Ripper murder kind of reminded me of that. But yeah, when I saw, when I saw the Bobby Dassey thing, I think they showed you some of the pictures too, that he had. And it's like a black and white picture of, um, like a naked woman's corpse. She has no arms or legs. It's just like a, fucking like it's it's like sick shit well and bobby talked about how he did a lot of deer hunting and stuff right and so you knew how to remember and take apart a body to an extent i mean deer hunting is way different i'm I'm assuming than taking apart a human body but you know pulling organs and stuff out is probably decently similar yeah yeah uh i don't know guys i don't i don't like it happy so it's poop it's poop the world we live in is poop. It's poop. There's a lot of bad people. World sucks. I still think I one, one of the worst things in the entire world is a, a corrupt cop. Like if you're if you're supposed to protect people and you, you it's your one job. I hate crooked cops. Yeah, it's your one fucking job. Yeah, Serpico. Protect and serve. God damn it. I was I was I was seeing red when we watched that cracked video about how the Supreme Court ruled that the police don't have to protect you. That was unbelievable. Yeah, we were. What movie did I just watch? That crooked. Oh, Place Beyond the Pines. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Crooked. It was Ray Liotta, wasn't it? Yeah. And the scene with Ray Ray Liotta is fucking trying to take him out into the woods to kill him. That was the most intense thing I've seen in a long time. In the movie Narc, Ray Liotta takes off his sock and fills it with billiard balls and beats oh, a guy yeah. with it. Oh, still my goes, bit, Ray Liotta, billiard balls. Piece of shit. He's <laughs> beating him in the head with his billiard ball socks. <laughs> <laughs> now he's on a TV Ever show. Ever since Jeff he was Lopez. a kid, he wanted to be a gangster. So <laughs> yeah. I guess true. that's what it... Yeah. That's what it takes. Oh, well... Uh, does anyone have anything else they want to... Thank you for joining us this week on uh, Ray Liotta... Weekly, <laughs> dude. If we if this podcast was all Ray Liotta all the time, I'd still be into it. <laughs> Especially Same when we got Ray to the Liotta Liotta King episode. He was in, in Same the Ray Liotta. Yeah, wasn't that the Jason Statham joined? Yeah. Oh, oh, Dungeon Siege. Yeah, he was in that. He was the bad, he was the bad guy. guy. Yeah, he was yeah. the wizard. I remember that. Oh my god! You remember Fuck. he 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 pins him to the wall with books <laughs> with the Krug. With the, yeah, <laughs> not Krug. No, Krug. It's the goddamn Krug. Who's the king in that? Uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt oh, Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Birdie boy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. What <laughs> a legend. God, Anyways. Terrible. <laughs> movie was so dumb. We saw that in the theater, dude. <laughs> so I, I want to put out there, and Donald check because he's got access to all the stats and info. Because I still think at some point we should do... Uh, It'd be fun to do a commentary episode on some, and it could be something we actually like or something that's shitty. Uh-huh. But like I said, it's got to, it's probably got to be some preferably on Netflix because most people have Netflix, something easy but it could access. be, but it could be Hulu or Prime. So a lot of people have those too, but yeah. Netflix would be number one because more people have that. I think that would be fun. I think it yeah. would too. Um, so if anyone wants to give us suggestions. Uh, a show yeah, update. Um, we are eligible to put our show on Spotify now, but I can't do it because one of the things you have to sign before getting on Spotify is that you own the rights to all the music used in your episodes. Oh, and uh, I thought they said, I thought Spotify I... said there is a dick minimum. Dick minimum. Yeah. I've got this. Oh, I got to own the rights. But I can't do it. Well, well I'll do it. it. <laughs> I thought I'd get on my bench grinder. 
<laughs> Weird tangent. They shoots off into his head. He's like, oh, they can go to the hospital, man. What are you talking about? Hospital? Hot rod? Trash can. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Hey, everybody. Dave's back. Anyways. Anyways. Here is nuts. <laughs> you shitbirds. All right, guys. Bag of uh, have you any, watched any, Barry? Speaking of that, have you seen Barry? You have HBO. I've not seen Barry. Oh, Barry's I I season's coming to It's fucking good. I want to see it. You have, you've had HBO for a while. How far are you in Game of Thrones? I mm. I'm, I'm gonna wait. Two. I'm gonna wait till Game of Thrones is done, and then I'll get into it. There's only one more. Wait till everything spoils. Yeah, yeah, in April. Yeah, and then I'll watch it. Wait till everything spoils. Guess what, Mister B? I'll have no. Guess what? No waiting. It's true. No, but you could watch it now and get right up to it and watch it right there. Yeah, but then I have. Yeah, then you have to wait. No, you could wait and watch it. Seven, eight years, and then I don't. I don't want to be the having to wait a week after every cliffhanger fucking episode. No bullshit. Patience is a virtue, man. That's what I'm. Literally, what I'm doing is patience. Nah, I'm talking about patience between episodes. Nah, he's talking about different patience. Different patience. kind of patience stuff. No, you're being you have stubborn patience. That's not stubborn. I'm talking about enlightened patience. Anyways, anyways, fucking okay. Everyone, write in. Who's who's more patient, me for oh waiting for the show to be done, or Mister B waiting uh, a whole week between episodes? Who's who's more patient? Write, write waiting, in, please. Mister B know. waiting on the and cliffhangers instead of just years you binging. Yeah, Don is just binging, letting half the stuff get spoiled because you know about most of the shit, and not from us. You've just known about it. Let, let, let us know who's more patient, please. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just let us know. Fuck. Uh, Just go ahead. Any, any final thoughts, guys? No. I'm the most patient. Mr. Wrong. B might be a serial murderer. 